and welcome to the Chris Terrell podcast. My name is Chris Terrell. You're going to pardon me a little bit of a scratchy voice. It has just been a, I got sick and the cold is really taking it out of my voice a little bit uh, after talking because I, I do talk for a living. So I talk a lot and uh, wow, here by the end of the day, I'm feeling it. Fortunately, I'm in a, I'm actually in a seminar uh, all day today um, and tomorrow and the next day, which is why this podcast is coming a little bit later today than normal. Um, uh, it's a Tony Robbins seminar. It's actually, I've been really enjoying it so far, getting a lot of really great information out of it. I'm actually going to do next week's podcast. I want to share some of the insights and epiphanies I've had from this seminar uh, because I've had some really great ones in here and uh, some things that are actually going to be very impactful and important for me, but that I think will also be helpful for you in, in your life where you're at. And uh, I want to I want to just share some of these insights. I've had some of these aha moments. Uh, so make sure you're following the podcast so you can uh, check out that episode next week um, when I post it. Um, so, but this one's going to be a little bit shorter uh, than normal again, just due to the seminar. Of course, the last two times I think I said that it didn't end up being that short, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, let's let's. Um, well, before I get to the topic, you know what I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you to come join my Facebook group because I have a Facebook group of 3,000 plus people providing just some amazing support. And I'm just so excited that, um, that I can offer that as a free resource for you to help you on your journey. You know, after chipping away at this coaching thing for a while, I've been able to get up to a massive library of podcasts. I've been able to get up to a massive um, library of TikToks, all on point, all about weight loss. And I don't repeat myself that often. I repeat myself some, but I try to provide as much information and insight as I can. And I've also got so much content that I've recorded that I'm getting ready to launch a membership so that you can have access to it. I'm so excited. I've got hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of content that I want to be able to offer you to help you on your weight loss journey. And I just couldn't be more excited. But the Facebook group is the best place to get the latest and greatest information or to get on my email newsletter, which by the way, it should, I shouldn't even say newsletter because I email so infrequently. Um, but you can, uh, in the link or in the show notes, you can download any of my eBooks. Like if you, if you're looking to get started with journaling, download my journaling guide. And uh, I'll send you a great journaling guide you can use to jumpstart a journaling habit, but I'll also be able to send you notifications for when I have new free and paid services coming out. I try to have something new coming out every couple of months uh, that you can access to help you along in your journey. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's, let's get to the topic, which is, are you a dabbler in weight loss or are you committed? Are you just kind of sort of thinking about doing this or are you actually doing this? Are you just kind of hoping weight loss will just happen by magic and by mistake and when you just kind of sort of feel like it, you'll make it happen? Or are you just saying, no, I'm going to make this happen no matter what because I'm committed, because I'm dedicated, I'm passionate, and I'm driven, and I'm going to make sure this happens. Now, before I get into this, let me, let me tell you a fun story. Uh, from uh, when I was in my early 20s, I was working for myself as a consultant, uh, working with a team of consultants with Merck Pharmaceutical. We were uh, re... Uh, redoing their entire housekeeping department. They had 125 employees. They needed to um, add more efficiency to that uh, because we needed to reduce staff. They were trying not to outsource. They were trying to keep all the employees in-house. And so we were part of the team sent in to help make the housekeeping department profitable, or not profitable, sorry, where they weren't losing. It was becoming a massive money suck and they needed to get it in line. Otherwise, the higher-ups were going to make them outsource. And so we were there to do this. And we were, were looking, we went and measured everything. 1.7 million square feet of buildings 
on a property, we measured every single room. We notated what size it was. We notated what kind of flooring it was. We notated what was in the rooms. And we were doing this massive time study to figure out exactly how much time it should take approximately. Cleaning is not an, it's a, it's not an exact science, but we could get a ballpark of exactly how much time we should take to clean this facility. We had just spent a long period of time, weeks and weeks and weeks, collecting this data. And now we had this massive database. And uh, I remember my dad and a guy named Mark Katz, they were going to go and they're like, all right, we're going to go into the hotel room. We're going to crunch this data. We're going to work on it all night. And we're going to show up and we're going to present it uh, to the management at Merck. And we're going to show them how we're going to do everything and, you know, how we can structure this for them. And I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be so fun. I've been part of it with them. You know, I'm a junior level consultant at this point. And I'm like, okay, uh, do you guys want, want me there too? And they, and it was my dad even, he looks at me and goes, honestly, you won't be able to keep up. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because I'm like sitting here thinking I know Excel really well. I'm, I'm good with handling numbers. And, but, you know, these folks knew Excel at a level that I honestly at the time I didn't even comprehend. I thought I knew, but I was just a dabbler. I just sort of, I learned some basic stuff. I learned how to, you know, type, make a table, like, and then maybe do it with some addition formulas. Ooh, I could throw a chart in there. You know, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking like I really know my stuff. And, uh, and they're like, honestly, you're just going to slow us down if you're in there. You really don't need to come. It's not a problem. I was like, well, but, but I could watch. And they're like, no, you know, you'll ask questions and we'll, we'll stop to explain to you. It's just, you'll be fine. Just join us at the meeting tomorrow. We'll have all the data done by then. And it, it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. I mean, it was my own dad telling me that. But you know what? He was right. They showed up the next day with this information. And I'm like, how did you turn what we had into this? How did you take what, everything we had collected and turn it into these reports, into the, what to do with analysis? They were using Excel and Access to analyze the data. And I had never seen anything like this before, what they had done. I mean, it just blew my mind what they were doing. Now, I can tell you right there, I, I swore to myself I would never be kicked out of a room again because I didn't know enough about Excel. I would never have that happen because I was like, I can change that. I can learn about Excel. My dad didn't go to college to learn Excel. He taught him. And I'm like, and Mark didn't know. He learned taught. And so I'm like, you know what? If they can learn it, I can learn it too. And so, so fast, I started teaching myself Excel. I went out and bought Excel books. These things are like 50 bucks a book. And I didn't have like a bunch of videos that I could go to. YouTube wasn't as great for education then as it is now because YouTube was brand new. It only been out for like two years at this point. Um, and so I, I started studying and then I even lost my job because the economy dried up. Thank you, 2008 and nine. And being a consultant was terrible time to be doing that. And so I had this little short period of time in between jobs. I was working at a Barnes and Noble to make ends meet, to pay my rent. But what I was doing, when I wasn't at Barnes and Noble. I was sitting down at a computer teaching myself Excel, going, well, how can I build things? Next thing you know, you can program, do visual basic on top of Excel. And I'm making entire programs on top of this. And I remember... My dad hired me back in with his company, but he didn't know what I had done, what I had learned. And I was like, hey, can I show you this thing I built? He's like, uh, sure. And I showed him this program I built on Excel. And he was like, wow, when did you learn this? I was like, I've been teaching myself the last year. I vowed I'd never be kicked out of a room again. I made a bidding program uh, for pricing jobs and janitorial services. They used it for 10 years, what I made. 
in there. And, and, and I ended up becoming so invaluable that I was invited to every meeting. I later in, ended up having a title as a director of business systems where my job, part of my job was to directly analyze huge data sets and to be in charge of all the company data. I never again was kicked out of a room because I didn't know enough about how to handle that. But the thing that got me there, it wasn't enough that I was offended. It wasn't enough that it bothered me. It wasn't enough that it pissed me off. It wasn't even enough that I went out and bought a book or occasionally used Excel. The thing that got me there was I got obsessed. I just started reading everything I could. I just did it all the time. All right, not all the time. I mean, it just it became part of something. There was never a week that went by that I didn't learn something new about Excel. Every few days, I tried to learn something new, something I didn't know before. And let me tell you, after several years of doing that, my knowledge of Excel reached a point that I'll go toe-to-toe with most anybody. I mean, I know enough now to know that there are people that are still way beyond me, but you put me in a room with 20 people that know Excel, I'm in the top two. I mean, every time. But that's because I spent, at this point now, 20 years learning about this program. Well, weight loss, if you just start now and make it an obsession and stop dabbling and start kind of thinking about this and do more than just listen to this podcast, but consume something every day, learn something new about weight loss every day, over the course of a year, you are going to know a lot. I mean a lot about weight loss. Some of you I know because you engage me in the, in the Facebook group or you engage me on TikTok. I know you've been listening to me now for a year. Think about it. How much more do you know about weight loss now than you did a year ago? You know a ton. Some of you that are in the beginning of your journey listening right now, I know you may be thinking you, you're, you're either in one of two camps And if you're in the beginning. You either A, think you know nothing, and that might actually be true because you're like just getting into it and like, oh, wow, there's so much to learn. I don't know that I'll ever be able to understand all of this. I promise you can, but you just got to start. You just got to start chipping away. Just learn one thing, then another thing, then another thing, then another thing. Before you know it, after five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten months, you've gotten really smart in this area. You started to learn a lot about weight loss. Now I'm going to tell you a little secret. Everything that's in the personal trainer handbook, or, uh, book that NASM and ACE puts out there, you can learn for free on Google, on YouTube. All of it. Everything that's in the nutritionist program, which by the way, you pay like 600, 800, 900 bucks, you can wait for a sale on NASM or ACE.com and you can just buy the program, take the online test and you are now a certified nutritionist. Everything that's in there, you can learn on Google for free or you can buy the program. But it only takes a couple of months to become a nutritionist. That's it. That's all it takes. It's not that much information, I promise. And if you just start chipping away at it over the course of a year, two years, three years, you're going to know so much if you just learn a little bit as you go. I could teach a college-level course on Excel. I'd never <laughs> learned a whole bunch in any one sitting. I just sort of chipped away at it for years and years, now two decades of learning on that program. Your weight loss needs to become an obsession. It needs to become something that you're working on all the time. You need to wake up and think about it at some point in the first hour or two of when you wake up. If you're not thinking of it that regularly, I'm just going to be blunt with you. You're not that committed. You're just kind of wanting to lose weight. And if you think, oh, well, I just forget. Well, then it's not that important to you. You don't just forget the most important people and the most important things in your life. Think of that, that person in your life that you love more than anybody else in this world. 
You don't need to make yourself think of them. Now, obviously, you'll, your brain will get distracted for moments, but you will find yourself wandering back to thinking of that person. Not only that, you'll go so far as to make sure you are triggered to think of that person by putting up little signs around you. Maybe you have their picture. Maybe you put their picture as the background of your phone. So every time you pick up your phone, you look at it and you're reminded of the person that you love. You might have some prized possession, some something that you've saved for a long time so that you could purchase. I'll bet you display it prominently. I'll bet you put it somewhere where you run into it and see it. Think about it regularly. That TV show that you love, I'll bet you think about it more than when you just watch it. I'll bet you even have a social network where you talk to other people about it. That video game, that you are all interested in, I'll bet you know what's happening with it. You know all the drama. You know the latest meta of that particular video game and how to play it best. You're reading articles, going on subreddits, going on forums and learning. Yet that latest movie, you're watching the latest trailers. You're talking to all your buddies about it. Don't give me some bullcrap that you can't think of your weight loss every day. If you can't think of your weight loss every day, it's because you're not making it a priority. You're a dabbler. You're just sort of kind of doing this. If you want to lose weight, it's got to be a top three, top four priority in your life. Because your top three, top four priorities get attention. They get done. It happens. If it's happening less, it's because it's not a priority. And here's the beauty. It's okay. Weight loss is not always right for everybody at all times. But what I would rather you do, if it is not a priority, I would rather you be honest with yourself and say, hey, it's not a priority right now. I've lowered it in my mind. I have something else I need to take care of because I don't want you then beating yourself up because you haven't lost any weight. You just didn't make it a priority. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's areas in my life right now where I'm making no progress because it's just not a priority. That doesn't mean it's not important to me. That doesn't mean I'm not going to circle back around and make it a priority later in life. I most certainly will. But, you know, I started my own business a year ago. That had to take a big priority in my life. I hit my goal weight, but maintenance stayed a priority in my life. So my fitness as a result stayed a very high priority in my life because I didn't let the gas off of taking care of my body. I don't know that I ever will. I think my body will always stay a top four priority with me. You can always make time for your priorities. You can always make time for your obsessions. Always. But here's the hard part that I, I, I can't sit here and sugarcoat this to you and say, you can have it all. You can't. You're going to have to say no to something else sometimes. For you to make weight loss a priority in your life, you're going to have to bump some other things out of your life sometimes. For some of you, that might mean you have to give up some of your TV and social media habit. You might have to watch a little bit less. You might have to give up watching a couple of shows and not being able to talk about it with some people at work because you just, you were working out or you were going on a walk or you were busy cooking differently or you're doing something else to change your life. Okay? It's okay if you need to do that. You might even need to actually spend less time with some people in your life. Because either A, you need to be spending the time doing something else, or the time you spend with them actually distracts you from your obsession. They pull you back the other way. They're not even encouraging you to be successful. Sometimes you have people in your life that are encouraging you to go backwards. They're, they're actually actively trying to make your success harder. You might have those people in your life. I don't know, but you do. And if you have them, you might need to deal with them. I had everything that I've listed here tonight, I had 
you know, I was the guy that my video games, I knew what was coming. I was so, I, I knew the latest thing. Overwatch was my jam. I knew everything that was going to happen with what was coming up. I would sit and watch videos about video games. I would watch videos explaining how to play with different characters so that when I went and played my video game, I could play better with a character. And then I would go into video games and practice, not even playing with people, just to practice, just to get better, because it was important to me to be good at a video game. And so I did. I always went to the movies every Thursday, unless there truly was absolutely nothing worth watching. But most Thursdays, I went to the movie theaters. Opening night, I was there, 7 p.m. I was always watching the latest movie theaters, reading the latest movie drama, Staying on top of what's going on with Hollywood stars, keeping up with the he said, she said, you know, just getting totally sucked in, learning about the art of making movies. Because I do love the movies. The movies, I still love the movies. I love movies. But I made movies a huge priority in my life. So I had to make it less of a priority in my life. You know, one of the things I did that helped me, this is unorthodox for many people, I stopped watching movie theater uh, trailers. I quit watching them. I'm like, why am I watching trailers for a movie I'm going to see anyway? I stopped reading articles to get myself hyped up about a movie. I'm like, I'm going to see it anyway. I don't need to see a trailer. I already am going to see it. Like, I've already said yes. I'm just going to, when it shows up, I'll see it. But here was the interesting thing. I stopped getting as excited about it. I didn't think about it as much. And so when the movie would show up in theaters, I'm like, eh, I'll watch it at home. You know, I, I have a nice home theater at home. I can watch it at home anyway, but it got easier to not give in to the buzz. Now I'm not being put in temptation in front of popcorn as much as I used to be. I do still go to the movies because some movies are just objectively need to be seen in the movie theaters. I mean, I went out of my way to see Top Gun and IMAX in Washington, D.C. on a proper IMAX screen, which, by the way, hashtag worth it. That was amazing in IMAX. That movie was so good. But I digress. Your obsessions get your time. So look at the things you're really good at. Look at the things you spend your time on and just ask yourself, are all of these things, the things I spend my time on, are they worth more to me than my personal health? Are they worth more to me than adding years to the end of my life? Are these worth more to me than improving the quality of my life? Are these worth more to me than my ability to pick myself up off the ground when I'm 70 years old and I fall? Are these more important to me than my you know, ability to be able to go on hikes when I'm in my 60s? And go climb mountains. Because yeah, you can do that stuff. I want to be living till I'm 100. That's my, that's my plan. I want to live a long time. I have no desire to get myself into a grave early. I used to not think I'd want to live to 100. Because I looked at anything past 60 as misery. Because what I would see is people that didn't take care of their bodies. Showing up into their 60s where your body is you know, it's not, not the same as it was when you are in your 20s. And so when you show up to your 60s already with a rough body... The time's a wasting. You got to get it. You got to turn this around. You don't, you ain't got years. You now, now is the time today, today. You just start now and just start making it a priority. Start moving forward. Start going, you know what? These old belief systems that I've been hanging on to, they ain't serving me anymore. My belief that I can't control myself around certain foods. You know what? I think I've outgrown that. I think I don't need that anymore. I think I'm going to let that one go. I don't know how I'm going to let it go. It might take me weeks or months to let it go. I may have to practice every single day. To get better at it, I might have to see a therapist. I might have to find a support group. I might have to talk to a coach. I might have to get an accountability group. I might have to take new action to get me this result. But damn it, I'm ready to move forward. I'm, I'm ready to let go. I'm ready to go for more. Because the time is now. Not next year. If not now, when? I can't think of a better time. So let's do it today. Now is the time to begin moving in a new direction. To stop being a dabbler. And to start being a doer. 
Make your weight loss an obsession. Make your weight loss important, and it'll happen. I promise. Okay. All right. I will see you all next week. I got really passionate there with that one. I, I, I hope my, my passion for this is coming through to the mic. I truly want to see you be successful. I want you listening right now. You. Yeah, you. You can do this. I don't know what your current struggle is right now. I don't know what that current thing that you are fighting to overcome. Maybe it's hunger and you're having a hard time getting a handle on it. Maybe you're struggling to get yourself to get out there and get your steps for the day. Maybe you're not, having, you're not doing great with that battle with your sleep. Maybe you're trying to work on that mindless eating during the day where you just can't help yourself but take that mom or dad bite of food. And you're like, gosh, I did it again. Maybe you're working on that struggle. Whatever your struggle is, you can do this. You are literally the best person for the job because no one knows you better than you. If there's anybody that can outsmart you, outwit you, use every tool and trick that you know against you to get you to do what you want, if there was anybody that could drag you kicking and screaming to success, to having everything you want, if there was ever anybody that could do it, it is you. Not me, not anybody else, not the best motivators and inspire, inspirational people and, and weight loss coaches and personal trainers and dietitians and nutritionists, not the best in the world can get you there, but you. All we can do is help you do it, and you are the best man or woman for the job. There is no one better suited because no one has been with you through every part of your life but you. No one knows the real you, the true you, that you deep inside that you may or may not have let out into the world. You need to talk to that person. Let that person out because that's who we want to see. That's who we want to know. That's who the world deserves to experience. But the longer you go bottling that person up and surrounding that person with your shame, just like I did, the longer you keep yourself walled behind the shame, the longer we have to go without getting to meet the real you. And I promise, whoever you are, there is a world of people that want to know you, that want to hear your views on the world, that want to connect with you. There are people out there like you. We are not all the same. We have different interests. We have different likes, dislikes, different tastes in music, different tastes in art, different ways of how we like to spend our time, how we like to use our bodies. We are all different, but we are not so unique that we are truly alone. I promise no matter who you are, there are people out there that want to talk to you because they're like you, but they'll never find you if you don't let you out. And your weight loss journey is the best possible place for you to let that person out, to discover that person and literally chisel away every bit of excess body fat on you that you put in front of you between you and the world for reasons you don't even know. You might know them, but quite honestly, it doesn't even matter because all that matters is you're moving forward and you're going to keep making yourself better every single day and you're never going to give up and you're never going to quit even when you have a tough week, even when everything went wrong, even for some strange reason you got in your way every single step of the way this week, you're going to go, not, not tomorrow. I I'm going to get better tomorrow and to, that's going to be the day. You know what? Not even tomorrow. Right now, I commit this very moment. I'm never going to quit on myself because I'm worth it, because I deserve it. And I'm not doing it to impress anybody else. I'm not doing it to make anybody else feel better. I'm not doing it to make anybody else love me more. I'm doing it for me, to make me love me more, to help me enjoy my life. That's why you should be doing this. Say these things to yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, borrow my belief in you. 
I believe in you. I know you can do it. I don't even need to meet you to know you can do it because you are the highest form of creation on this earth. You have limitless potential. All you've got to do is learn how to tap into it, unleash it, and let it out. And you can do that, but not if you dabble. Not if you just kind of sort of think you should do this. If you should all over your life, you're going to get nothing. So go out there, crush it, be the best you, let that inner champion out. I can't wait to meet that person. Go craft your best life, and I'll see you next time on the Chris Terrell Podcast. (music) 